But just for the record, in case anybody listening, Fallon and Jared, we need to be fucked with. So you know what I'm saying? Don't even worry about it. No, at, like, at all. At all. Period. <laughs> at, at all. At all. They don't. They don't want to know about that poor city. They, they don't, don't know about that. Girl, you better. You better talk to them. Microphone check. Does my mic sound nice? Uh. Yes, it does. Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time, where we change the narrative by changing the perspective. I'm Jared Dam, and it's about damn time to have another conversation that changes the way you think and perceive things. The only question is, are you ready? Welcome to this week's episode of It's About Damn Time. I'm Jared Dam. I'm in the building. I am laughing because this is take three um, of just me saying my name um, and what podcast it is. Not because I messed it up. It just just didn't sound right. I, I'm tired. It's, it's, it, is, it is a late morning um, finishing the intro type of um, podcast episode this week. If you remember from last week, I was on location. I got back here looking at my watch probably about uh, two, three hours ago. And so I had to kind of just go through the motions of trying to get everything straight and editing podcast. And and now I'm here recording intro, trying to have it out in time for y'all to, to consume because I'm the people's champ. And I got to give the people what they want. So it's about damn time that I do so. So just want to sit there and say everybody who I was able to to see and and politic and um talk to and, and, and converse with over the past week on my on my travels. Um thank you. I was very appreciative. Um shout out to my sister Asia. You know, if you know, you know. What's up, girl? Um, but yeah. Uh, happy that you know Noah celebrates his birthday. Um, able, able to spend time with Brooklyn, um, in Madison, still Madison. I love her, love her nonetheless. So, uh, shout out to all the kids. <sighs> so I'm tired. So I'm I'm not going to keep y'all long. Or not going to hold y'all up. So I'm going to introduce the guests. It's about damn time I talked to Fallon Hamilton. Now, she's also known as F. Renee Hamilton. Now, now Fallon is an attorney. She's an author. She's a poet. She's an intentional writing workshop facilitator. Try saying that one three times really fast. And she's living out of Houston, Texas now. Now, Fallon, my girl Fallon, you know, who is an HBU, HBCU enthusiast. Uh, graduated from Southern University in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh, the, the thing that I, I loved about this episode, one, found out that her people are from Shreveport. Shout out to Shreveport. T-shirts on that probably coming soon. I mean, I'm just saying, you know, you got to shout out Shreveport. Um, but, you know, Fallon actually talks to me about her writing, you know, how she kind of got into it, balancing between being a lawyer, helping people on one end, but also helping people on the other end with with some of her some of the, the adventures that she's had in her writing, and uh, with, whether it's poetry, whether it's short stories, um, Fallon has, has definitely authored some 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 books, and um, she did that by manifesting. That's the main thing we want to talk about in manifesting. So, um, shout out to. Um, Everyone who talks to me about manifesting, um, I want to shout out, you know, Mercedes, who I've mentioned in this episode because, you know, we talk about it all the time. Yeah, Mercedes, thank you. I'm glad you're catching up on podcast episodes. So when you hear this, just know that I'm already reading The Secret. So you won't have to yell at me because I had to reread it because we talked about it. And also shout out to Unestablished because I know that y'all inspired me to do a manifest episode on my own from y'all episode. Y'all have a great season, by the way. Shout out Suicide Squad of Hard. I'm always going to do that at, at any point in time here on this episode. But I'm sleepy. <laughs> and I kind of go to work in the morning and provide some content. 
But we're doing this right now because it's really important. It's 2-22-22. So if this ain't a big day to manifest, I don't know what it is. So while you listen to this episode, while we're talking about manifesting, while we're breaking it down, what's manifesting versus praying and all this other stuff, just remember this is a big day numbers-wise. This, this won't happen again in our lifetime. So whatever you want out of life, whatever you're searching for, whatever you need, Let's make today the day that we sit there and put that out in the atmosphere. Let's talk about it. Let's speak positively about it. Let's write it down. Um, I think I might do a little reel to manifest some things that I kind of want. So we're, we're, that's what we're going to do on 2 We're going to manifest. It's about damn time. Fallon, Jared, let's go. She was gonna drop a bar or something. I was waiting. I thought she was about to drop the Biggie B, and you know, I thought we were gonna freestyle. I didn't know we were just lyric checking each oh, other. But you feel it? You already knew, so I know you know. I was I ready. Know you know. Yeah, I was ready. I'm like, okay. I thought we were about to do a little rap battle. You know, Houston. I, I, I mean, be ready. Know, rap a lot. You know what I mean? I'm about to say I have my bars on hand whenever any moment comes that I need to drop some 16 bars. I'm ready. I can't wait for the notorious FAL mixtape. I, I know you got to work on that song. Please, please, please tell me. You know, that's that's something I'm keeping in my back pocket. Y'all, I'm going to just surprise the world I just with be that there when one. You do it. I just want to be there when you do it. The people have been waiting <laughs> for a long time. I can't wait. Well, obviously, I'm having fun with my guests already. Um, Fallon Hamilton. F- Fallon Renee. F. Renee Hamilton, the, the writer, the poet, the lawyer, the... You do so many things. You 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 introduce you. I I'm gonna I'm gonna feel like I'm gonna miss some be, things. I be doing some yeah, things. You do some things. No, I, f- I feel like you covered the gambit. Oh, mm, mm. I, I would just throw entrepreneur oh, right, on right, there. Right, right, right. Of course. Budding New York Times bestselling mm, author. I'll throw that on mm. there too. We'll, we'll speak that into existence since we all are manifestation kids. Since we manifesting. Okay, see, you're going to have to teach me. So later on in this episode, I am going to bend the knee and, and learn from the queen of manifestation so I can learn because I'll be struggling. And, I, and I'm, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to do better. I'm trying to it's, do better. It's a work in progress. It's it's definitely something that we all struggle with, but it's a work in progress, so we're going to get you right. See, that's what I'm talking about. See, I knew. That's, that's why I harassed you in your DMs. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> but before we get started with that, I, I, I would do this thing called Damn If You Know. It's my, like, my little icebreaker. So sometimes I find something on TikTok or I'll find something on, on IG or an article or TV or something. Or just something random. And because, mm-hmm. because we already covered um, that you're a hip-hop head, based upon the name of your manifestation group that we're going to get into later, based upon your IG name, I know you're a hip-hop head. So I want to know, Fallon, what is your t- who are your top five rappers of all time? So obviously Biggie is number one. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Jay-Z is number mm-hmm. two. I probably would throw Wayne on there. Um, my top five is so it hard. Because I, I, when I say that I really get down with Biggie, that's like my all go-to. Um, lyricist, I would probably throw Lauryn Hill on there. Um, and I'm going to keep it Texas, and I'm going to go ahead and say Pimp C. Shout out to Chad Butler. Rest in peace. I'm telling you, yes. Yes, I, I feel it. I feel it. Um I like your top five. You got a you got a you got a solid top five. I have I obviously I am a huge Biggie fan as well. Um I actually have I actually do Biggie Day on, on March 9th. And I listen to nothing but Biggie. As yeah. you should. Actually I do Biggie Week. As, I listen to Biggie for the should. entire week. Um Yes, I also do. Should. I also do. Uh, you know, you know, whole week, whole week. You know, for you know, December around his birthday. So, Biggie, Biggie, and Jay Z have always fluctuated from round one and two. Kind of depends on how I'm yes. feeling at the time. Um, I think I got who else do I have there? I should have been prepared for this since I knew I was going to ask you this question. Um, I also have Nas in my top five. Um, Nas would be up there for me also. I. Even though I, don't, I feel like in the last few albums he kind of fell off, but I, you can't deny his lyrics. I, I, Eminem's up there for me. Eminem's up there. 
yeah. don't want to say it because I feel like uh, the wordplay yeah. is good. I, I'm I'm big on wordplay. Yeah, me too. So me I too. Can agree and with and, you and I think that's where we where we really bonded because we both like like words and lyrics. And so um Yes. So that wordplay is, is great. I just hate when he started going with it. And I'm like, I don't even understand what you're even saying. And um you know, you gotta have like like Rakim up there too. So I gotta like Rakim yeah. um up there. So um Yeah. You gotta go with yeah, the OGs. Yeah, you yeah. gotta have a little, have OG, a little OG presence, presence up there. You know what I'm saying? You know, Rakim started 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 the way we rhyme today based upon Rakim. So um much love to the old school. So all right. I'm I'm feeling your your top five. I might have to make this like a little content post. Your top five versus my top five, and then we see how how people go head to head. I feel like Lil Wayne is not gonna just get all the love, but if you listen to like mixtapes and like just bars, he's been a little you know personal life separated from just like the word. Like that dude is a really good poet. Like yeah, yeah. No nobody has had a better mixtape career than Lil Wayne. It's really slept on. Agreed. It's really slept on. All right, so let me get to know you a little bit more. You know, in in the audience. So you are a, a, a attorney by day, and yes, uh, which is impressive in itself. You know, graduating from Southern University in Louisiana. Shout out to Louisiana. You I'm know. originally from Shreveport, yes. so you know, I got to represent. <gasps> are you I'm really from Shreveport, Louisiana? Come, yeah, Mo- Hollywood, Motel. I'm right around the corner from Motel, actually. Yeah. Okay. Because my family is from up there, too. Now, I, we be claiming Shreveport in the streets, but we really from Mansfield. You know what? They but count. You know, they that's, that's, that's right there. <laughs> that's close that's enough. That's right there, girl. I will count that. That's close enough. That. See, that's, see? Yeah, you know, you got to give us that, that 84 connect. <laughs> you know, we, we're right there. That twin, we we're right there. there. Yeah. No, 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 no. You from, you, from, you from Shreveport. You from Shreveport. No doubt. I like that. I like that. So, you lawyer by day, but, but you got into you know, writing and, and poetry. So, so tell me how, how you, how you went for, to start pursuing your passions. Cause a lot of people kind of, kind of gets get in that, in their zone with their, their career and they don't really explore their passions yes. like this. So I'll be honest, writing was always my passion. Writing and reading books was like something that kept me sane just growing up in general, all through college, high school, middle school, elementary school. I always wrote, I always had a book in my hand. Now, law school will make you never want to read for fun, (laughs) ever. So that's probably the only three years of my life that I went without wanting to even look at a book or pick up a pen and a piece of paper. So when I was studying for the bar and waiting for results, I needed an outlet. So blogging was like the thing. So I'm like, okay, let me just make me a little blog or whatever so I can just talk my noise, talk my shit on here, and then that'll be my outlet. So that's kind of what even got me back into writing and just being around a community of blogging. The blogging community used to be so deep that I'm just meeting all these people from all over the world that all share that passion for writing. So that's kind of what got me back into it. Now, it was really me needing just to separate myself from, like, work the day job, the world, the news, all these things I needed an escape. So that's when I kind of reached back in my, my word play bag and like, you need something to take your mind off of what is going on every day. So you need to be reading these books. If you have a bad dream, you need to be writing it down. You need to be journaling. You need to be doing all these things. And that's kind of my outlet. Um, the outlet just went a little further from uh, being an outlet to just really being something that I was like, okay, you know, maybe I can actually do this. Like, I needed something that wasn't adjacent to saving the world or like somebody's livelihood being on my hands. I needed something that I could escape into. And writing and reading was that for me. I like that. That's that's so dope. I, and I, and I like the fact that an outlet turned into something. You know that. Profitable, but also something that you can get you you, you can get your feelings out. You see, mm-hmm. I I blog too. I blogged for for a while, and I've always struggled with you know obviously writing stuff down and getting it, it getting it out helps. It's very therapeutic, mm-hmm. especially um, for your for your own personal mental health. But I always struggled with that because I always felt every time I write, I was like, okay, this needs to be out for the world to see. So I got to make sure that it's perfect. I got to do this and, and do that. It's, mm-hmm. You got it in your I head, yeah. And so I, I I slowed down a lot on my blogging because of that, um, and I'm trying to get back into it, but but I always I always just think 
content, 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 and, and never just writing for yourself. So, so how often do, yeah. you, do you just still write for yourself? Now, there were times where writing was literally the only thing that was keeping me going every day. I would go to work, work all these hours, and then I would have to just really find something to focus on. And, I, and I'll, I'll say this, like, I used to have a whole different outlook on life. Like, my whole personal narrative was just Fallon the lawyer, Fallon who getting fucked over by these dudes, so Fallon is doing this, Fallon the friend, like all of these worlds that I found myself in, and then I was like, let me try to streamline all of this, so I started writing. When I started writing things that were going on in my everyday life and just putting them down on paper and just kind of seeing what visuals were coming out of what I was thinking in my head or like just the stuff that me and my friends were going through I started to notice like a trend that it it started to resonate with me on a different level um it let me know that you know what some of this stuff is just not you centric like it's some shit out there that maybe other people might be able to feel or it might be able to help other people and that's kind of how it even got Mm. out there I started writing like poetry Basically, if I had something bad go on or, like, my feelings that I couldn't express to somebody, I'm like of that Aaliyah four-page letter day. Like, y'all write it down. Like, I'm not sending these niggas four-page letters or anything (laughs) like that. So, you know, write you a little poem. Write you just freestyle your thoughts. And it just ended up that I had a whole collection of just thoughts that I had written out. And when I went back and read them, I'm like, okay, this is kind of like... A collection like this makes sense um the universe definitely conspired to have me out here on some you need to get your words out there because most of the time like yo stuff that you're writing is so vulnerable right. you don't want to share you don't need people seeing the other side of you or thinking that dang she'll be writing all this and how she feeling it just so happens that i went to this retreat in North Carolina, which was a writing retreat that one of my homegirls who has her own publishing company had. And, you know, I'm just going up there, like, really thinking, like, let me try to just escape from everything that's been going on in Houston and, and, and be on some different type of stuff. Went up there, you know, we kind of talking, like, oh, well, I write some stuff, too. I showed him some of the poems. It was like, oh, shit, you got bars. Like, like this this is something. Like, this could be, yeah, like, this could be something. So they basically spoke so much life into me and basically gave me all the support I needed to know, like, hey, you don't have to keep all these words bottled up. It's other people that need them. This right here is a cohesive body of work, and the world needs to see it. So... There we go with the poetry. And that's what inspired the, the, in in old, right? Ah, Mm -hmm. okay. Okay. Cause I was going to ask about that. What, what what was the inspiration behind that? So that's, that's dope that, you know, and I get you, you in your head, you don't want, I talk about, for for example, I talk about mental health um, so much cause I, you know, with my struggles with it and everything. And sometimes it's hard to actually put that out there because it's like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I had a rough December. I stayed in bed for two weeks, crying. Exactly. But you know, now I got I got to put it out there to the world. Put in a note that I was I was in bed, just eating eating Listen, cookies. I have no problem. <laughs> I don't have no problem letting people know that January has been January mm. the hell mm-hmm. out of me. That seasonal depression seasonal, is real. Yes. It ain't no joke, and it's like we got to get rid of that stigma or even feeling like if we're showing our vulnerabilities or we're showing taking our shield down that people gonna think that they could play us or people gonna think that oh i'm not credible this bitch over here crying or this dude over here crying like we are humans with emotions and just that range of emotions is what makes us complete humans having a human experience so all those words that I was writing that I'm like ashamed or thinking people don't think I'm not strong or oh she over there listening to Biggie how she over here crying over some shit that happened no like this happened I had to live through it I had to go through it I just happened to be able to put it down in a poetical lyrical way and now it can be something that somebody else can listen to and be like oh okay well now I don't feel so stupid this girl a lawyer she got all this going on and she may or may not have had some vulnerabilities that caused her to fall for something and I'm falling for it too so I'm not alone I can I can rise through it exactly exactly I love that I love that but just for the record, in case anybody listening, Fallon and Jared, we need to be fucked with. So, you know what I'm saying? Don't even worry about it. No, at, at all. all. Period. <laughs> at, at all. At all. They don't, they don't want to know about that poor city. They, they don't, don't want to know about that. Girl, you better, you better talk to them. You better talk to them. They do not. They but do we have not. to put the smart to them. <laughs> right. They do not. They do not. They don't want us to throw our look them. They don't want us to do it uh, with a, a southern, some southern class and chicken oh, and a pepper and a roll. 
they don't want us to do it. See, you my they don't, they don't so want you to talk about Southern classic chicken. You my friend for real. I, you know, yeah, I Kendrick spirit. You are, you are my Kendrick spirit Listen, right now. With a pepper. Oh my, with the pepper. With the pepper. People don't people don't understand. I be trying to break it down for people who ain't been in the street for it, and I'm like, it, there's a reason why the line be outside. Like, all, all, all the down the down street, the all around the main street, and you just be like, "Oh, that's the Southern Classic line." You just keep passing by. Mm-hmm. But you're gonna sit in it though, and you get you some are. chicken. And you're you gonna are. be happy. So I got a question about about poetry because obviously you're passionate about poetry. Um, the art of poetry. Do you feel like it's a lost art? I do, but then I don't. I feel like back in the day, that was our form of expression. Mm-hmm. I feel like even you know, on the motherland and the continent, like preserving words, being able to be a, a good orator, being able to tell a speech, a detail of history or a story or something that was going on, like that was a whole profession that was just well respected. I think as time has gone by, we've gotten a little bit more digital, whereas the family not sitting around telling folk tales no more, the family not sitting around recalling what happened 50 years ago we don't have like all of our stories and old wives tales and fables and things of that nature that were kind of keeping the community together right right. now people that are i'll say part of this new renaissance black renaissance reawakening of like the arts we're out there um and i strongly think rap music is an art form but the way that people rap and like the lyrics and the bars that they're dropping out has changed it's not the same type of storytelling so yes and no to your question like yes we kind of still think it's important to tell stories but the way that we do it and the respect that it's given has dissipated so it's not out there like that it should be and i I think it's important for people who to to truly that truly appreciate words and truly appreciate storytelling, um, to to kind of em- embrace that, and I, I think a lot of that, you know, you know, in your reference to 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 rap music and hip hop, a lot of it's it's about the, you know you know the money and everything, and and that's cool too because who don't want to sit there and talk shit about some money? Because I'm I'm with it. Once yeah. I get me some money, I'm talking some shit. But <laughs> at the same time, mm-hmm. I've always gravitated towards storytelling and 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 wordplay, and 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 those those things truly show the creative side of individuals. So I agree. It's, it's a, it's a, I feel like it's a lost art as far as just poetry and mm-hmm. the rhyming and, and just the storytelling part of it. But at the same time, when you do get it from some of the individuals that still do it, you actually appreciate it more. So, yeah. Oh yeah. Those are the people that are really, I think getting through with the fandom mm-hmm. and people are like understanding their story their struggle like it's so necessary even if it's just on some i gotta get this out like a man spitting some poetry like that you would be the flyest dude on your block everyone would want you to say some poetic shit mm, like mm. So I can, this is write it down. <laughs> gotta learn to write poetry got it okay see see already give me tips yeah i'm trying to get there i'm trying to get there uh, <laughs> okay so I know that poetry is your first love. So mm-hmm. I feel like short stories maybe is your sneaky link. So tell me how you <laughs> went from poetry to short stories because I mean you I'm I'm looking at I was looking at some of your catalog on on the, on the short stories and the mm-hmm. inspiration behind it. I, I I can see I can see how you how you go from an old to like something like maybe uh, Superwoman survival stories, you know, Volume One mm-hmm. and Two. But, but talk to me how you how you transition into, into also doing short stories. I love how you said that. The short stories would be, I guess, my sneaky yeah. link. I'm weird. I I feel like growing up, I always kind of thought in rhyme. Like I'll be hearing like words rhyming, or I'll be hearing like a little sing song voice. Not you know, that's just me. So things will sound so poetic in my head, and I never really just tried to make those words make a story. Mm-hmm. But then when I kind of realized that all of those things kind of go hand in hand, it was like, let me try to take it to another level, like lose some of the rhyming aspect of it and then try to make it flow as in like a time sequence so I started doing short stories and like um writing commentaries and things of that nature and now I'm like building up to do a a whole fiction novel but 
I think it's kind of the same. I just have to think different. Yeah. Like I literally have to stop myself from speaking to myself in rhyme because I will be on some one, two, three, look at me all day. Yeah. Like everything will start coming out like that. So I have to really focus on timelines and like telling a story. So that that is, I'm, I've been laid up with my short stories for a while now. Yeah. We've been sneaky leaking for. I like that. Probably most of the pandemic. See, I like really. that, and I like that because I, I think that's a good good opportunity. You know, during the pandemic, it's mm-hmm. you know to to learn the art of storytelling and master the art of storytelling like, like you have. I mean, for for me, I love stories. If, if if you can sit there and tell me a story that I'm captivated with, even when I'm watching movies, I can I can say, okay, this this is just a movie. They just they just throwing some scenes together versus something that's a real mm-hmm. story. I'm just like, oh shit, I, what happens next? You know, so I, I've right. always been attracted to storytelling, and even even when I'm just, I'm mean, even when I'm on here on the podcast, just randomly telling stories. I'm just, I'm just trying to. Yeah, you, it is a like storytelling is so dope, and I just wish that people, even just sitting down and talking with your kids and telling them a bedtime story, like right. that can completely shift their mindset let them know that they can imagine a little bit deeper than just the everyday like just the simple art of reading a story to your child like all those things are so important you're so inspirational girl i'll say it man <laughs> thank you i'll be trying so all right, talk to me about literacy alchemy um you know yes what's, what's so up with that i am I am a big proponent in words having Mm. power. So when I think of words, I think of just spelling. Even spelling can be a spell. The way you talk to yourself, the way you talk to others, the first thing you say to yourself in the morning, like all of those things are creating your magic for the day. So when I think of literary alchemy, I think of the power just that words have. I want to help people know that how they speak, what they write down, their intentions, like all of those things play such an important role in who we are, how we view ourselves, and how we go about our day. So literary alchemy was something that I kind of birthed out of that whole idea of words having power. I just want to empower communities to read the written word, write anything that's going to strengthen their their literacy and all of those things that are connected be it writing stories, telling stories, reading, like all of these things just make a huge difference. And I know their words play like a major role in shaping how I think and how I operate and even who I am today. Even my communication skills, like a book will change your whole freaking life. Like you will be just so well versed in so many different things and I think just being a big reader from such a young age it exposed me to so much that I feel like I could go on Jeopardy right now and like hold my own or I can have a conversation with the Queen of England or I can have a conversation with a pimp on the mm-hmm. corner like you're exposed to so much and it just makes you so madly verbose that you can go in and out of any room and, and have that confidence so I just want everybody to know the magic in words like it's lit like you know the kids oh that's lit like words lit how you speak is lit how you talk yeah, like all yeah. of these things there's alchemy in the power of words so that is the whole literary alchemy See, movement I love, in a nutshell I, no i loved it i loved it that because liter literary and alchemy those are two powerful words that you you kind of just put together and and you know people that don't know alchemy what was always that whole thing of finding objects and changing it into gold, and that's what you're doing essentially with with mm-hmm. this with this movement is is changing words into gold. I love the fact that that you you talk about that how how the, the words have power and and have you speak to people on different sides of the spectrum. It's kind of kind of a lot mm-hmm. what I what I talk about with my daughter all the time. I've always told her I'm like, baby, you, you know, you got to. It's not what you know. It's, it's it's what you say and it's how you say it. But you have to learn how to navigate through, and you're smart enough to do that. And and, and I I mm-hmm. feel like I feel like this will make me feel like we proud. magic. Black people, we bi- we bilingual yes. too. Trilingual, some of yeah. us. Like it's a whole thing. Like we got our own language, and it's nothing you can't take away from it. Like we can have a whole conversation just among skin folk, mm-hmm. and we're gonna understand it. And other people are going to be like oh what are they talking about but like the vernacular like we are very creative individuals and all of that is a form of communication be it the king's english or whoever's like all of these things are important 
when I say how you speak, I ain't saying how you speak properly. Right. I'm just saying what you speak yeah. in. Yeah. That's that's the magic. Well, I, I think that's, that's a good point to take us to take a break on because what you speak is, is exactly what we're going to get into later on after the break. We're going to discuss uh, uh, manifesting, and you're going to give me some tips on it because since you're so good with words, Fallon, I, I want I want you <laughs> to teach me some of the teach me teach me the words so that I can sit there and, and manifest and, and, and get things popping like you are a budding uh, New York Times best-selling author. You know what I mean? So after the break, mm-hmm. me and Fallon are talking about manifestation. It's about damn time. Do you remember waking up on Saturday mornings to mom cleaning the house? Luther Vandross blasting in the background? The smell of lemon and fresh linen? Yeah, we've all been there. The nostalgia of our youth is bottled in one candle. The Lemon Touch Signature Candle, A Beautiful Day. Curated by Simply Beat Candle Company, Beautiful Day begins with calming cotton blossom and a touch of lemon. Add a hint of vanilla with citrusy brisk musk to finish off this super fresh scent. You can purchase your candle today at Simply B, that's B-E, CandleCo.com. Free shipping available for orders of $75 or more. Handmade with love in South Carolina. We all deserve a beautiful day. And we are back. It's about damn time. I'm here with entrepreneur. I want to I leave with that because I missed it last time. Entrepreneur, writer, lawyer, um, change agent Fallon Hamilton and and she is going to change my life right now because we're about to get into talking about uh, manifestation because it's something that I have heard so much about my friend Mercedes shout out to my friend Mercedes who's always telling me to be positive always telling me about the the law you know the law of attraction and the secret and I need to reread that book and everything I'm I'm sorry I'm gonna reread it Mercedes but I want to speak to you because you created uh, like a like a like a group called um, a, a tribe called Manifest, which I fucking love that name. I do. I love it. I love it because I'm a hip hop head. Why not? So talk to me about how you created this group and how did you how you got into manifesting. Yeah, so I, you know, that Louisiana connection be strong. Mm. My mom would be saying a lot of stuff to me and growing up, I would be like, girl, what are you talking about? But then now it makes sense. So like, Waking up and being positive, telling yourself good morning, telling yourself like all these things. Like I see how it actually makes a difference in your life. I used to have like these get togethers at my apartment where I would invite my homies over to all my friends who are about, you know, rising up. That's not going to be my Bible bashing friends because I do have some of those that'll be like, oh, no, we ain't doing that manifesting that's some witchcraft. No, whatever. That's a whole nother topic, whole nother story, whole different group of friends. So they would come over and we would really just write do all these exercises where we're using power words i am what i want speaking these things into existence as if they've already happened and we would make a whole night of it like biblically we'd be talking we'd be touching and agreeing making the vision writing it down making it plain like all of these things the tools have been given to you whether you are like super bible based reading the bible seeing it written down there like how to write the plan vision make the vision make it plain make it plain or if you're just on your own type of spiritual journey like positivity is it it makes a difference it makes a difference in how you talk to yourself it makes a difference on what you speak what you put out there so my homegirl and I Ashley shout out to Ashley we were like we got to do something because we would go to events out here and we would feel awkward because we would be like the only black and Mexican girl up in there. So we would see like people that didn't look like us who rode up in their benzes and happy and don't work and all this, not struggling, nothing, just living a good old life, doing some yoga, looking at us sideways like, oh, what are these black and brown girls doing up in here trying to manifest some stuff like this is for us. Mm. We were like, okay, why is it that they seem to have the the stronghold on knowing that you can speak 
good things into your life or why are they the ones that are taught to be positive and like have all of these things happening that they're oh I'm, I'm just gonna speak it into existence and all that why is it working for them and not for us so we were like you know what we gotta create a space where people that look like us can know that hey I can talk my shit I could be a black girl and be like I want to be rich I am right. rich I'm balling I got this bag like I got all these things like you can talk it into existence and not be ashamed of it so that's kind of how a child called manifest was born we wanted a safe space for black and brown women to know that hey you could talk your shit you could have your peace you could have your whatever because you deserve it all and the power in the tongue is real like we just culturally i feel like we are kind of taught like don't be braggadocious or oh, don't walk around acting like you all that or thinking you all that like that's such a bad thing like think you all that tell yourself you right. all that tell yourself you a bad motherfucker mm-hmm. and if you telling yourself that you don't have no choice but to be right. that you're speaking it you're willing it you're telling the universe that hey i am this bad bitch and i'm doing this i got this all these things like your self-talk makes such a big difference on your day if you wake up and the first thing that you say is oh man i'm up again damn i don't feel like doing this shit i gotta go to work mm-hmm. Your whole outlook for that morning is going to be on some negative energy. Like, you're going to be on some, woe is me, darn, darn, darn. Now, if you wake up, you may not feel the best. But if you look in the mirror or even you put your feet down and be like, damn, my beard is popping today. I'm about to get these holes. Like, if you do that, your mentality, you're going to feel it. Like, you're going to amp yourself up. You can literally speak the cold language of what your day is going to be like. Like, there's that much power in how you talk to yourself, how you think. If you wake up and the first thing you like, dang, I'm broke. I ain't got no money. Oh, man, I can't do this. I can't do that. You are basically putting it out there that, shh, I'm broke. Mm-hmm. Like, why are you speaking brokeless on yourself? Right, right. Like, don't don't put that on me. And I could think my mama being like, oh, don't talk that on me. Don't put that, don't speak that bad on me. Like, just being some shit your old granny yeah, would yeah, say. Yeah, but yeah. it's true. Like, you speaking with all these things. Like, don't speak that over me. Speak speak health and wealth and happiness and love over yourself. And those things will automatically come into your life. Every day ain't going to be a good day, but you can find some good in every day. I like that. I like that. And you're and you, and you right. Like, it's, I've seen the I, I've seen the changes. I, I, I feel the changes um, ever since. Like, I, like I told you, I, I, I had my little dark period in December and I was struggling and I was like, I kind of battled out of it, got my awards out. And I was like, okay, like, you know, we trying to hit 2022 hard. Like let's, let's, mm-hmm. let's get this money. Let's do these things. Let's develop podcasts. Let's do this content. And it's just, it's, it feels a little different. Like if it, it, it doesn't, I think beforehand with me, I was saying, I need to do this. I need to do this. Maybe I didn't believe. And that was and that was mm-hmm. the, that was the issue. So I, it always felt like it was dragging. I was I was having to push myself to, to continue to do it. And and yeah, you, you had those times where you know you you hit like a little lull, or you're like, why am I still doing this? But mm-hmm. it's been different, you know, as, as far as this year goes so so far because it's just it just it feels like it's achievable. And I'm now I think a lot of it is is in this, it's a mindset thing, and also putting you know you know having people in your life that applaud that mindset shift and, and, uh, and, and help push you and help make that better. But yeah, like it, it feels different. So I, I guess maybe I got some grassroots manifesting going on right now. It's just starting to feel like mm-hmm. a little bit, it's a little tingly in my, in my chest. I, you know, I hope there ain't no congestion, but it's a little tingly in my chest. So I'm, I'm happy for it. You know, I'm good. Yeah. You can speak life into yourself. You can speak life into your everyday. You can speak life into your business. You speaking life into your podcast. Like all of these things deserve to be uplifted. You deserve to be uplifted. Mm. Your your business, whatever things you want to achieve, like speak highly on it. It ain't just no little podcast. This the damn podcast. Yeah, girl. It's about you know, you gotta you gotta hype it up. Yeah, yeah. Like and it's, I, I'm, not, I'm not one on a toxic positivity. Right. I have days where I wake up and be like, girl, you tired. You ain't doing none of this. Like, I don't have no <laughs> bad bitch affirmations to tell myself today. <laughs> and that's cool. Give yourself some grace. Yeah, yeah. But no, that 
give you the grace, do what you got to do, and just get back onto mm-hmm. it. It's like a practice. Like, it's so hard to just always know the right thing to tell yourself. Mm-hmm. Now, you can stop yourself from saying something bad, but even then, like, your brain is a muscle. That's like exercise. You feel yourself about to say something negative to yourself. You got to be like, nope, stop not doing that. It's a way to say it that's going to make it sound better, that's going to feel better all these things like it's it's very much so a conscious effort to change the words that you use and how you speak to yourself and i'm so glad you brought that up because it, it was it's kind of going into my you know my next point that I, uh, next question that i had because i think that's the main thing for me like when i hear you know manifesting and for me i feel like all right you got to always you know speak positive into existence and speak this and, 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 and then and push forward and push forward but i'm fucking human and like you said those those times where i'm just like Yo, nigga, I ain't got it. <laughs> I ain't got it today, nigga. I, I ain't got it. Like, I'm going to try better tomorrow, but right now, I'm about to watch a Marvel marathon and lay in fucking bed because yeah. I ain't got it. And you deserve it. Yeah, so, you deserve So, give so you can give yourself that grace, and, it, and it's okay. Like, that, I think that's kind of pushed me away from, I don't know if I'm, if I'm built for, for manifesting because I know that part about me. So you're saying, you're saying no, that's okay. built for it. Mm-hmm. That's your birthright. Mm. Good things are your birthright. The world may not have told you that, but listen, you tell yourself mm. that, and you're going to make it happen. Mm. And that's all that matters. That's all that matters. All right, so I, you briefly kind of talked about this before, and I wanted to kind of get into it a little bit when you, you started talking about people who who may not look at, 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 at manifesting as, as if it's, especially the Bible Belt coming from where we come from, representing what we represent, mm-hmm. you know, like, you know, prayer versus manifesting. Is it, the, is it the same thing? To me, I think so. Like, I I mean, I'm, I'm not praying to no teddy bear in the sky. Right. Like, I know that it's, I'm, I'm down with G-O-D. Yeah. Like, G-O-D, hold it down, all of those great things, but I know that he said if you want it, ask him for it, or ask the universe, or whoever you're referring to it as, like, the Bible says that, like, he the one want us to be living abundant lives, like, he said it ain't gonna be all shits and giggles, but abundance and, and good things are your birthright, so I think it's all hand in hand. Like, I see so many people who are like, oh, that, I don't even say manifestation. That's bad. That's not, no. How is bad when they the ones that wrote it down? Like, this predates all of us. Like, it's a little, it's not just a cliche. It ain't no, no devil worship and none of that. Like, I'm, I'm just trying to speak the things that he promised me into existence. The things that the world talked me out of believing that I was ready. Exactly. Of. Like, just Putting it, putting it out there, and, and I, I've I've often questioned like why if you do stuff, it's similar, but you do stuff a slightly different way than than what was traditionally taught to you. Why is that all of a sudden condemned? Why is that all of a sudden like devil worshiping? Why is that all of a sudden like? And, and, and my friend again, mm-hmm. my friend Mercedes, who we talked to me about this, made a good point to me about it, where, where she was like, "It's the same thing, like." God, the universe, God made the universe. It's the same thing. So if you sit there and say the universe, I want the universe to sit there and do this, or you want God to do it, you're speaking, it's, you're saying both the names. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, it it correlates. Why? Man, ain't nobody going to tell me I ain't going to be in the open room with my God. That's what I'm saying. My, my Jesus. Yeah, because so. I'm, I'm going to be hard-pressed to just sit there and think that God going to send me to hell because I was manifesting, quote, unquote, instead of nope. praying. Like, what? Baby, I'm going to be right in the upper room. <laughs> right there. With, with King Jesus. Right on there. He know my heart. And I ain't got no doubt about that, but I'm going to write down these affirmations. Right. Right. <laughs> Because it still get me there. You 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 mm-hmm. you listing what you need to pray about. You list what you need to sit there and you know manifest the affirmations. Yep. Yeah, it's the same thing. So I ain't. Mm-mm. I'll be waving down from a cloud on everybody who will say, "Oh, you can't do that." Can't. Okay. Uh-huh. I'll tell you, Granny. She said hi, <laughs> so she ain't making it with your judging ass. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. All right, so. Tell me how you how you train your uh your brain for that because I guess I guess that's 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 my my difficulty in that it's like 
All right, I know manifesting is good. I know that you know, the law of attraction. I just is good. got tired. Like when you get tired of something, you gotta change it. And like I had so much doubt. Like even through law school, like I just felt like, damn, taking the bar, I'm not supposed to be here. Damn, I'm I'm in law school. All these people are smarter. All these people got their family and judges and all this and everybody, daddy and mama's attorneys already. Like I had talked so much down on myself that it was like, bitch, you here too? How are you doubting yourself? Right. So when it was like, okay, at this point you can't walk around just thinking everything gonna come out bad because at this point you're creating it like you're you're making yourself flunk a test right. you're talking yourself out of being in the same rooms that other people in like everything that everybody else got you deserve everybody deserve good things it ain't nobody walking around that doesn't so i had to tell myself that like even if you go to therapy hey that's something that some therapists will help you with your self-talk like how to reframe your thinking mm-hmm. like we can be our own worst enemies right. i just got tired of it when i started acting like i was worthy of love love came in my life mm. when i started telling myself that i deserve good things and to be treated right look at god and see somebody who do all mm. of that like before i was on some dang oh oh man i'll just keep on dating these people who do this like all this and i'm attracting the same people because that's what i'm putting right. out there that's what i'm telling myself i'm worth that's what i'm telling I, myself i deserve the minute the words that was coming out of my mouth changed the trajectory of life changed you expect good things to happen to you versus always cup empty or cup half full like it changes stuff like you really will see your outlook changing you'll see how you look at yourself differently even if you feel better better is gonna come like it it really has a correlation to each other that i just didn't realize that i was digging a hole for myself and when i just got fed up of saying all those things that were not elevating me it was like you gotta do this and just stuck with it i like that i like that and you kind of you kind of went into something i was gonna get ready to ask when we talked about you know i i I'm, I was dealing with these these individuals, and when I stopped, I got tired of that and changed my my frame of thinking. I found love. I found I found somebody. So, I was I was going to ask you about uh, what have you seen? How have you seen manif- manifesting work in your life? So I know I know that's one of one of, one of the things. How else has it has it has has it just changed your life and the and the results that you see for the better for you personally? I feel like when you think higher of yourself, it really elevates your life like if you constantly sit by and tell yourself that you deserve a bare minimum on everything that's what you're going to be getting so I feel like I have walked into a new chapter where blessings do come to me I don't have to break my back for a blessing I know that I'm worthy of blessings I know that the company I keep is going to continue to be abundant in life we're all going to continue to be able to see the world we're all going to do these things because we say it and we don't only not only believe it but it, it just happens so just seeing that it works and how much it's changed my life and like the conversations that I'll have with people like I don't even want to sit up and gossip no more because that's like a low vibration conversations nothing's coming from that sitting up talking with your friends about like what you want to accomplish pushes you closer to accomplishing yeah, it yeah. so I said I wanted to be a published author I wrote that down I found like a notebook where I had wrote that down maybe like 10 years ago and it was like okay well you already had wrote down everything that you wanted to accomplish now now it's it's coming to fruition like you have to have some type of written goal or wish or hope for yourself that you're putting out there whether it be written or just speaking it out loud telling your best friend or something like that like it has to be said it has to be put out there and i mean I'm, the next thing I'm speaking into existence is to like stepping into the next level of being in love, stepping into creating a family and generational wealth for my family. Like I'm speaking that next step into existence. And so I'm looking forward to walking into it because I'm already speaking it and willing it to be a good situation for myself. That's what I'm talking about. See, all right. All right. I'm with it. You, you've inspired me. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to, <laughs> to manifest everything. You know? Yes. I'm hyped. Okay, all right. Let me calm down. Let me calm down. Woo. Okay. <laughs> and again, <laughs> life is good and yeah, bad. Yeah, yeah. But you gotta keep pushing through it. Like, 
it ain't no cheat code to avoiding the badness mm. and good. Like, it's a yin and yang and everything. Like, yes, it's going to be some effed up days. Yes, it's going to be some days where it's like, eh, it's great. I don't feel like doing it. But ultimately, you have to still push through it. You have to speak what you seek. Speak what you seek. I like that. Speak what you seek. Might be the title of this podcast, honestly. Speak what you <laughs> speak. What you, let me write that down. Speak what you seek. So... All right, so I do this. So for the last segment, uh, I do this thing called Damn University. You know, it's you know like like my little brand where I, I sell clothes. I got merch that's, that's available. You know, linking to my bio and everything because you know we. Just, with my head, with my with my t-shirt. With your t-shirt. Head, with my, all right, yeah. DM me your size. I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, so like like that brand. I'm trying to take them to school. I'm, I'm trying to I'm trying to teach people stuff. So I I got a chance to sit there and talk to you and learn some of this stuff, and I'm very excited about it. So now I want to teach others as well. So, damn university, since I'm talking to an expert right here, I I I want you to talk to the talk to to the people. Give me three things that you can that that people who are trying to manifest can can do right now to start manifesting today. They can get right started on it right today. They can use their power words. I am. I will. I have. I have all the love that I need in my life to sustain me. I am worthy of great things. I will achieve everything that I set out to achieve. Speak it into existence. Use their power words. Just the I am's, the I will, the I have. That's the cheat code there. Mm -hmm. Those power words, you speak it like it's happened. And that's all it takes. I will get through X, Y, Z. I have all that I need to get through X, Y, Z. I can figure this out. Like, speak it. Speak it how you seek it, and that's what it's going to be. That's what it's going to be. It's simple as that. I love it. Thank you for being here. So, but before we go, I got, I can't, I'll be remiss if I didn't allow you to sit there and plug yourself and plug the books, the poetry, the the, the groups, everything. I'm, I'm, hey, let's go for it. Tell, tell them where they can find you. So, at. I'm always on the Instagram mm. at Notorious underscore fail. That's why I like to play it. I'm old. I ain't got the TikToks and all that down. <laughs> I, I tweets occasionally. Notorious fail. Also, you can visit my website www.fbrenehamilton.com. Books on Amazon. Books in the back room. If you need an autograph book, whatever, mm. I could send it to you. Speak some great things into existence for me. Speak some positivity and creativity into this brain so I can get this fiction novel together so I can chop it around. Get me a little agent and get all these things popping so that I can achieve that that goal of New York Times bestselling author. And, you know, whatever I could do for the people, I'm always here. You can follow a tribe called Manifest on Instagram. You can come write with me. I do writing groups, all these things. Anything that's going to help the collective, I'm here for it. And, yeah, hit me on DMs. Hit me on the ground. Link in her bios for all that stuff. It is also going to be available on the show notes as well. Fallon, thank you so much. I, I feel like I've learned a lot, and I've, I've really enjoyed this conversation. Yeah, me too. And you know what to find, especially now I know you. What, I have to look and see who your people is, because you, we got to make sure, you know, you might have some people. We, that's, that's my Yeah, people, we might be so. kinfolk. I, yeah, we got we to gotta look. We got to look. We got to look. Yes. All right, we're going to get together for that. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I had a great time. Thank you for joining me this week on this About Damn Time. Hey, if you like what you heard, follow this podcast on Facebook, Twitter, and IG and join the conversation on this week's episode. Link to all my socials in the show notes. You can also show love by simply giving me a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And of course, for more blogs, pods, and other digital content, go to thewholedamnshow.com. Until next time, I'll see you next week.